Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you are listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Lead me forward bionically. I love it. Trust you. You know why I'll tell you why. I'm the one with the gun. I'm the one who makes the rules. I'm the one. <laughs> Sorry. God, Sounds like me, man. Uh, you got the sickness going on? Yeah, I had the sickness. Thanks for covering me but, uh, last week, by the way. No, yeah, all, I'm just getting right, over man. it now. I'm glad to see still. you back in full health. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, mostly in full health. Mostly. Kind of You're not too happy, are you? Well, dude, I don't yeah, know what yeah. kind of spores you're spewing in the air here, man. You could be infected <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Johnny's going to turn all sorts of colors <laughs> next to me. That's probably going to happen. Uh, well, Johnny ranges from, like, pasty to, like, evil black. To, to, <laughs> He's like I'm the, glad Pasty yeah. was first. He's <laughs> well, like the evil witch woman from uh, Sword in the Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I got my cubicle Set tan dragons. Yeah. Uh, I just imagine he goes home to relax, takes off that wig that we think <laughs> his hair. He's just got horns like dude from Legend. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to go with uh, uh, Harry Potter. He made that movie with horns. No, no, no. Daniel evil. Radcliffe. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's going to go real evil. I, I mean, thought you were going to go with the witches. Them. You remember that movie? Oh, she's saying, all, she's saying your all, nose is huge, man. Yeah, Don't stand all, for that. That's but the one where it turned into a mouse? Yeah, because they're all pasty and they take off uh, their, they take off their yeah, legs. We, we share an enclosed space with this man. Think of the gas from that movie. Just like, True. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah we are disgusting True. the hell out of herb over there. I'm not thinking of the gas. <laughs> Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B. On the side is my man, my homeboy, Supreme. My main dude's name, his name is Black Adam Willis. Yes, yeah, sir. How you doing, Pat? I'm okay, brother. I'm not yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm not you bad. sure? Okay, well, I'm 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 keeping my personal business away from uh, the audience. I'm doing as well as can be expected. Sure, sure. You look good, though. like half cyborg now. You look good, though. Thank you. Thank you. You can be like Jax, you know what I mean, from Mortal Kombat. You just got metal parts. No, I'm going to get my arms ripped <laughs> off and all Just start punching lines. through these walls. You, know, <laughs> you mean from the game or from the movie? From the movie, i got to be like, like all extra corner. Oh, man, that movie was so bad. Oh, yes, it was. But you that know movie was, was so all, bad. It was yeah, yeah. so good? It was so good? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, because... Okay, well, think about it. we got. Are you talking about the original the one? Because you don't really see. You, I'm talking he's, about both. It, Jax is in the in the first he's one. He's in like the first one, but he said all he said was Sonya, Sonya. <laughs> he yells at her. That's all he's in it. And then he he get, he's he fights some in the second one, but that movie was so over the yeah. top bad, like aggressively bad. Yeah, I love how so. his his badass metal arms look like. Just obvious plastic. Just giant, just yeah. Rubber. They're like like the Hulk mitts you buy at like uh, uh yeah, uh, those ones from like department Walmart. store. You know what I mean? They're just like, but they were like, oh, I should buy Jack's arms. And they're just yeah, they're inflatable just, tube arms. They're, they're Jack's arms. Oh my god, do these make noises like the Hulk gloves? Close. <laughs> All right, well, what do they do? Well, these ha- these have uh, these have kung fu cowering powers. Really amazing, <laughs> and they look stupid. Yeah. 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 What else can you do? Well, they've <laughs> they've got cybernetic action, crawling and praying. Yeah. They're good paper holders. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage. Garbage. Right, like, Garbage. Like, like I said, they geek down here mm-hmm. in the house. We have the man operating equipment, plugging in, plugging out, and doing all that funky stuff that we know and love. I'm talking about our engineer, just Johnny. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the man who keeps us sounding crisp and sexy every week. Just delicious all day. Get all sexy on the microphone there. Yeah, get a little close. Get a- I'm talking about DJ Herbie Herb. Hey, guys. <laughs> Ooh. All right. And, of course, in-house we have friend of the show came back. Uh, yep. I want to welcome. Actually, this is the first time you've been introduced to our Twitch uh, audience there. So wave to the people. I forget that's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, over yeah. my shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about Meph. What's good? And Holy Crow. Hello. Hey. All right. And you all are here to tell us about. We're, we're here to tell you all about Buffy, 
Yeah. The Vampire mm-hmm. Slayer. Yeah. Indeed. Which is familiar for us because we've yeah. we've done this before, but yeah. it's always exciting to have you guys in. So welcome again, of course. And thanks for having us. Yeah. Oh, always happy to have you. Always happy to have you, especially when you have uh, such. Um, Damn, I don't even. I can't even like put a positive spin on it. The, the news what? No. is always just weird. D- you know yeah. I mean? at, the very, no. at the very least, there's no like. The fake news is terrible. It's news. bad. I'm gonna tell you about the real news. The real news. Is, real news is amazing. The real news is that I am the best president ever, and I will always be the best president ever in the history of best presidents. Tom Brady's my friend. I like him. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> All right, but no, we have an awesome show for you. We have news. We have reviews. We have. Holy crow and meth in the house to tell mm-hmm. us about Buffy. We're going to nerd out hard, cool, but first, <laughs> we got to pay our respects. Uh-huh. I'm going to lick off a few shots in respect because... <laughs> set, hey, with, the, with the Nintendo Duck Hunt gun, I like it, yeah. If very necessary. Had Zapping it off, huh? In mm. about 10 minutes, like, 12 digital ducks are going to fall. The dog just falls up. The dog's going to pop up, yeah. I think that dog from the last show is going to come by yeah. laughing at me. Yeah, um, No, no, no. Um, what I'm talking about is uh, Masaya Nakamura, uh, known as the yeah. father of Pac-Man, has passed away Yo. at Aww. age 91. Which yeah. ghost did he turn into? Uh, Cyan. Uh, yeah, of course. I didn't think I was ready for that one. Would so, that be Inky? No, it's Clyde. That's Clyde. Yeah. So he, this Inky. guy created Pac-Man. Uh, well, no, he he uh, founded Namco. Uh-huh. Oh, which, and that was that the company that founded. Pac-Man. Yes, okay. Pac-Man was one of their first um, video game products, and also one of the biggest uh, at the time. It's uh, still huge, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, when he founded Namco, it was just two uh, mechanical horses. You know, like those coin-operated ones you find like outside a supermarket. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. You, you put like twenty-five cents in, and then it shakes for like fifteen mm-hmm. seconds. You know what I mean? One yep. of those. One okay. of the, uh, a couple of those on top of a um, uh, what do you call it? A uh, uh, department store. No. Yeah. So from there, those ultra humble, ultra whack beginnings um, is where <laughs> early lessons in disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it was. Uh, Pac-Man, and I was uh, the, the name came from the sound it made too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, from the he chose the word Pac or Paku in Japanese to represent the sound. Uh, okay. Now for me, that was more, waka 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 waka. I don't know, Wack Band wouldn't really sell that well. Enough. No, but probably not. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And there's this whole thing of it was really supposed to be Puck Man, you know, and then the Japanese translation, I'm like, no, no, you're you're, you're wrong, you're wrong, and you're horrible. <laughs> um, it started off as I mentioned with the uh, with the two like mechanical horses, but then they went on to develop um, video games and things like Pac Man at a time when their main competition wasn't that complex, and also the field wasn't that fleshed out. So a simple game you could jump into and have to learn complicated rules and things like Pac-Man really took off. Yeah, it's very simple, but it's so addicting, too. Mm-hmm. That, that game, you know what I mean? And there's uh, people that have gotten the perfect Pac-Man game. Was it Billy Mitchell's one of those Billy guys? Billy Mitchell, that, yeah. Billy that, Mitchell's got one of those, which is... Uh, no, I'm, I'm, he's such an over-the-top character <laughs> in gaming. Everyone knows that guy. The, he hucks buffalo he's, sauce, he's and he's villain, the, yeah. the greatest gamer of all time. Yeah. But You hear the vitriol. Yeah, like the, exactly. The, and this guy we don't know. He just right? plays video games, and he's a weirdo. He's got this long, weird His mullet. His legend has carried on. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Man. But yeah. The, getting a perfect Pac-Man uh, game is is thinking about you know how difficult that game is. You know what oh, I mean? Totally. It's just, the levels get further and further on. Um, well, to this day, I, it's all I couldn't imagine. To this day, I can't do it. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think once you get older. You know what I mean? It, and it just gets worse. You know what I mean? You think you can sink some time into it and you get better and better. But no. after a certain you know point in your life, you're just not going to develop well, that Well, my self-respect skill. can only take too, so much, you know? I mean, right. after a while. Seriously. You know. Go and ask, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this time. 
That's what you think about it. Like, oh, what did I do with the last six or seven hours of my life? Oh, my God. Yes, try to beat these last two boards of Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh, if you're like me and you've mostly played Pac-Man on terrible machines at laundromats, I can do a yeah. quick plug for sometimes, Bitbar. Yeah. Bitbar had a very nice Pac-Man machine. You cannot blame the joystick there. Yeah, so. Sometimes, yeah, right sometimes the joystick, you're like, this yeah. joystick sucks. Yeah, it's not you. Of course, it's always the joystick. You know what yeah. I mean? Every time and I lose to anybody on any game, it's always the joystick. Go to Bitbar. You'll learn the truth. Yeah, friends One of the show. Another. Bitbar right yeah. here in, uh, in lovely Salem, Massachusetts. Um, check them out, bitbar.com. But, yeah, no, dude, I mean, sometimes it was the freaking controller. Cause sometimes some punk, it was, yeah. Because some punk kid got on earlier in the day, spilled orangeade on the sucker, yeah. and let that dry. So well, now I'm sitting there, the punch button stuck, in, you know, down. Well, sometimes or, or, you, you know, get I can't the... jump because the damn thing's been rocked so hard by, well, you know. Yeah, sometimes you get that, like, weird thumb pain too because your callus hasn't really quite developed oh, in that spot so you try yeah, to use the dude. different part of your thumb just because it's hurting so bad on the other side and mm. you slip off you know what i mean so and also that's only school, from serious serious time all through high school my palms were a different color and we'll, we'll right. attribute that to video for other uh, yeah we sure clearly videos. uh clearly tapped a nerve here <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. no it's legit but um okay so like i said pac-man became a huge hit it was also notable for being a non-violent game mm. Um, non-violent game that was challenging enough to hook players in, and as you mentioned, for hours on end. Well, I mean, on, unless I you're a said. ghost. Yeah, but they came back. That's true. Mm, yeah, but they came back for their revenge, and that's why we got Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm. They were double ghosts. Yeah. So was it, and, but, and this... Well, hold on a second. Um, I mentioned the hours thing because uh, Pac-Man to date uh, holds the Guinness World Record for most hours played in a single game. And I don't mean like one game. I mean like a game. Like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Franchise, I think. Uh, How do they calculate Estimated that? over 10 billion hours. Mm. Wow. I think it's just time and longevity of the game. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Ten billion hours. That's man. a cool, crazy thing to think about. Like just like a, an estimate. Like you can have a a record based on an estimate. Mm. You know what I mean, though. Like cause there's no like actual proof there well, that I, they, I people have the played poor, that much. You know what I mean? Who has to sit there and count out every hour or make an <laughs> estimate? It could yeah. just be a blind guess. It's like too, what's right? ten billion decided by twenty four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I want you to sit here and do the math in your head. And was this guy? He was he in? No calculator. No. I always liked the the Pac Man conversation in Wayne's World. Yes. Like it was, what's the difference between Miss Pac Man and uh, Pac Man really? Well, Miss Pac Man has a boner. Get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's holding up the cue cards like this man blows goats. <laughs> I have proof. Beautiful because <laughs> so it's good. true. It's Get so out of town. <laughs> No, really, really. Yeah. Was he in Pixel, the Adam Sandler movie? No, that that, was that, 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 was, that wasn't that wasn't actually him. Wasn't that, that, that was wasn't actor, actually that him? Was an actor supposed oh, to be him. Actually, I didn't that, watch it. That actor was supposed to be um Iwata. Uh, dang it, I know the guy's name. Iwata, and his last name starts with a T. I forget. Mm. But the actual guy who created Pac Man, well, created Pac Man, and Nakamura was the co-creator. He was the founder of the company that gave him the resources and the opportunity, and then co-created the the, um, the character. Basically, he was like the Bill Finger. To Iwata's um, uh, 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 Bob Kane. Okay. If anyone who gets that reference, it makes perfect sense. If anyone who doesn't, Bob Kane is credited as the creator of Batman, but Bill Finger's the one who gave him like the creative design and all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Gave him the tools. Oh, totally. They attribute his uh, his business sense and him being a key player uh, with Namco's growth over the years. Namco's global growth, which brought them outside of just regular traditional games. They're responsible for series such as um, the Ridge Racer series, one of my personal favorites. I love racing games. Mm. Dude, I can. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sure, yeah, yeah, and, big time. Uh, which I was undefeated until I actually faced somebody in this yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> shall go nameless. Um, uh, that would be me. Quiet, you. Um, <laughs> all right, well, um, Nakamura's pet saying 
was that his company delivered varied and total entertainment. He mm -hmm. took pride in having fun and games for his job. The company reported Nakamura's death, but would not comment on what he actually died of. I'm guessing old age at 91. I think he um, just he just uh, turned into devil. I'm guessing he didn't I get that last pellet. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Uh, the I'm guessing you just heard boo 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 boo. Yeah, that's the sound it made. I, I, <laughs> I, I would love for that too. His last words were just. <gasps> <laughs> I want my last sound to be like the the sound in uh was it the Price is Right. Oh, the fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would love for just a friend of mine to be within earshot, know I'm going out, and just be like, Snake! 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 <laughs> I got you. Thank you. I got Thank you, dude. Good friends, I, I will do that for you. I will do that for you. <laughs> All right, so... Um, dang, I mean, there's not much more to say. He, he, he no, touched us know. all. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, Messiah Nakamura... Father of Pac-Man, still huge. Founder of Namco, Pac-Dad. Mm. If there's a Pac-Man video game in like any room, like any like you know pizza place, or whatever like that, I'm gonna go and spend at least like two or three bucks and quarters playing it, there for like 20 minutes. You know, it, honor and respect. Absolutely. Yeah. We should stop at Bit Bar on our way home. Definitely. Pay some respects. Yeah. Mm. All right, Messiah Nakamura, rest in peace, sir. All right, the next bit of news. I wouldn't call this happy. I'd call this like what the f. <laughs> um, all right, dig this. Vizio to pay $2.2 million for tracking your shows. Mm. Not anyone who's bought a Vizio TV in the last uh, two to four years. Uh, Vizio is the latest TV maker to come under fire for tracking uh, the viewing habits of its customers. Um, now, this is a feature that was uh, turned on, implemented like, in all the uh, in all their uh, recent models, and then turned on by default in more than 10 million Vizio smart TVs. Now, this can track what you're watching and then share the data with advertisers. So, if you think you have a smart TV where, oh, I can make it look, you know, like video, even though it's shot in 24 frames a second, all this stuff, where I can voice activate it. Yeah, it's also tracking everything you watch, demographics about your house. All this information they can collect and then selling that to advertisers so yeah. they can market properly to you. Ever wonder why you get specific commercials all the time? Ever wonder how Facebook seems to know so much? Because all yeah, that that's the creepy stuff. Directly. You know what I mean? I, my yeah. girlfriend says the same thing. She's always like, how does Facebook know exactly what I just looked at? Or You know what I mean? And so it's, yeah. it is a little fishy. And it and makes me feel uncomfortable. Somebody's watching you, always. Mm -hmm. And as if that wasn't insulting enough that this is going on without people realizing, we still have commercials. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, why? <laughs> Ads are everywhere else. You know, cut me a wedge here. Yeah. But I, what I love is I DVR everything so I can just fast forward. Um, okay, now similar programs excuse me, have been seen in the past uh, from Samsung and LG. But Vizio was the first one, or at least the most recent one, to actually get some legitimate um, uh, recompense. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I also feel this is, I mean, while it's disturbing, it also should not be shocking in any way. Well, you know I, what I mean? You cannot be least. surprised that people are tracking you for all sorts of stuff, especially well, for know, advertising and trying to sell you stuff. things. I mean, you're online directly. Right. TV, There's always that. Sacred ground. No. Yeah, your TV's watching you. And now they know what kind of porn I like. That's, that's embarrassing. All sorts of Aww. weird stuff, yeah. They already yeah. knew what kind of porn you like. No, I like that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm not fooling <laughs> Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. But it seems $2.2 million is not really that much, too, for... It's for a not, company but I, think like it's, that. I think it's more the the pub the publicizing of this right, than they were caught. This is, this is 
hand in the cookie jar. Like, you know, I didn't do it. Yes, you did. Sure. We saw you. We have it on tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes on your mouth. We followed else. you following us, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that more is uh, the major effect. Like, people are aware Vizio might boycott Vizio. You know, might opt for Panasonic now. Get a Magnavox. Get a, get a, get a, get a, get a Magnavox. Get a Magnavox. Yeah. <laughs> it's Zenith. not like you know, my Zenith. I, I want a Sorny TV now. Yeah. Sorny. Sorny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, now dig this. This, was, this is one thing that weirded me out because the specific demographics that were shared were information such as sex, age, income, marital status, household size, education level, home ownership, and household value. And exactly the things they need to sell you yes, whatever. But that they get everything. all that just from your viewing habits. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, I mean, they tap into your cable accounts, of course. But the rest of that, I mean, how do they know how much my home is worth? You know, right. seriously, it's twisted. I don't know. It's like if you watch the Golf Channel and Golden Girls or something like that. Maybe. It puts you in a certain... I'm thinking maybe do I watch a lot of home repair shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, like, is it just you've watched a bunch of CBS, you're divorced? Like, yeah, right. Is I watch a bunch it? of Paul Dean and my yeah. racist... <laughs> no, if I watch a bunch of um, if I watch a bunch of uh, of uh, Bob Ross, am I just a, an Afro enthusiast? You know, or I'm really, I'm really right. jazzed about trees. Really jazzed about trees. Yeah. That's what I, was <laughs> I love like, they have Bob Ross an arborist. On... and clouds. Let's not forget. Yeah, they have clouds. Bob Shout Ross on clouds. Netflix now. O- only the happy clouds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have Bob Ross on Netflix now. Yeah. They do. They it's totally it's do. like with a 24-hour channel, right? Right. Okay, if you watch that, are you clinically depressed or mm. just manic or, or just actually on pills 24-7? I, I dug Bob Ross oh. a lot when I was younger, and I dug up some wow. uh, his older stuff on YouTube recently. And, like, there was this one episode, like, later on when uh, somebody died close to him. It might have been his wife. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly, but he did, gave this, like, send-off to, like, how important his fans were and everything like that. And it was really this awkwardly touching moment. You know, he's the, kind of the soft-spoken guy anyway, but he was like, you know, the, your letters that you've sent me, they really mean a lot. And he kind of had like that tear coming down almost, you know. I was like, jeez, Bob, Bob. Yeah, Bob Ross, man. Mm. It's one of these random things I dug up on YouTube. I didn't, you know, see that coming. But. I feel bad making fun of him now. Damn, yeah, that's, that's man. I feel bad. Well, <laughs> yeah, thank feel you. bad. Thank you. Thank you. Feel bad. One man, the most famous Jew forever, and I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, honestly, I found a story behind that. Apparently, he was uh, out of work for a long time, like borderline homeless. And then when he got that um, gig, he had just like stopped getting haircuts. He was always like really into short hair and like buzz cut style. Well, he was a uh, he was a military man. He was, yeah. yeah. So he preferred like you know clean cut, but uh, to save money, he just stopped getting haircuts. He uh, got the first audition and got the show with that afro. And he was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to cut this with the first paycheck and, you know, come on fresh and clean cut. They're like, no, people really like it, really respond to it. It makes you stand out. He hated that afro. <laughs> they made him keep it every day. He just I remember uh, on the show Doug and Nickelodeon, they do uh, when there's like an episode where Doug is. Doug makes gets this, his ears lowered. No, he gets the painting. And it's like uh, his dog makes it. It's kind of like this this famous painting people are are talking oh, about. Yeah, but then he's like, ah, oh, he envisions himself. He has that like daydream thing where he goes. But he's like Bob Ross, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, and everything like that. It was like Doug with the Afro. My favorite was uh, uh um on the Boondocks when Bob Ro- like the Bob Ross analog character was was um was bombing all the houses with Riley. Yeah, <laughs> that was that, awesome. That was <laughs> good. messed up because it turns out he's like this ill eco terrorist, right? <laughs> he takes it's like Wayne Brady and like yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, he takes an eight-year-old boy on a uh, on a drive-by. Like, what the hell, guy? He gives him a gun. He gives him a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at first, he's just like, "That's a great mural," and then like, then he like, you know, takes some bombing, and then he's like, "Okay," and then he gives him a gun. They go, "It's awesome." Yeah. You know, it's messed up too. The music in that was so beautiful, so good. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is touching. They're shooting at cops. Yep. 
Thank you for a second. <laughs> um, just think about it. Yeah. All right, but just know that if you bought a Vizio TV in the last couple of years, you actually can um, get your money back if you if you uh, if you file. Um, Vizio was charged for unfair, deceptive, and intrusive practices. Uh, the FTC, uh, the Federal Trade Commission. Um, said Vizio has agreed to pay $2.2 million to settle the charges. What's kind of messed up about that is that's not going to customers. That $2.2 million goes to uh, the FTC. The majority of it goes to the FTC. Uh, the state of New Jersey. And, ah, geez, there was one more. Like $300 went to like, went to like, be disseminated amongst like, uh, amongst customers. It's weird. Uh, but just be For the millions of people aware. affected by this, here's yeah. 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you know what's messed up? I got a smart TV too. I got, I got one of those curves. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure Michael Bay is just like, you know, watching me. Like, yes, you watch oh, yeah. me. I listen to your petty little show. Yes, watch Transformers. Pay me more money. You bitch. didn't put the toilet seat down. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay, I love bad boys. You <laughs> Bad Boys. Yeah, Bad Boys was the shiz, my man. Bad, you, bad you know, boys, I watched I that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Bad Boys was yeah. totally awesome. Bad Boys 2, less awesome. Bad Boys was... Actually, Bad Boys 2, people love Bad Boys 2. You don't like Bad Boys People 2? liked it a lot. I thought there was like I a like new the Bad Boys, right? Wasn't there well, one they've been, like... they been trying to make Bad Boys 3 forever. They've been saying it's going to come out. I think it's Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys, uh, the, bad the boys, original was awesome. I remember Bad Boys that. 2 was the one with Gabrielle Union as the little sister. Yeah, which I didn't like throwing that in there. You know? I, mean, I thought it was unnecessary. Wait, is that the one where they like they, they drive like the Hummer through the favelas? Is that yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's the one where they dress yeah. as the clan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Bad Boys was the shiz, though. Yeah, no, the first one was definitely They're not going over dudes in wheelchairs. They don't care. They got that oh, yeah. gun with the four, oh, yeah. um, with the four, uh, with the four, four barrels four barrel. yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like the sawed-off handgun. Mm. You know, I mean, that was. Yeah, a that's, weird. that's where we'll learn one of, one of my favorite euphemisms too. It's like what do you call it? I call that king dang a lang. King <laughs> dang, yeah. Go ahead, whip it on your forehead, big boy. Just whap. Mavette, Yvette is a masseuse. She massages. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I also gained a fond appreciation though for of uh, for uh, Taylor Leone. Uh, yeah. yeah, she was awesome, and I she dislike was. her in anything she's ever done. Yeah, she's pretty done, much. She, that is a, that is a spectacular catalog of crap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, come on, the Naked Truth was fun. Oh no, it was, mm. come so on, much, man. So much awful. All I'll say is David Duchovny. David you Duchovny, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, all right. Nope. All right. Well, those voices you just heard hating on the uh, hating on the X Files with us uh, belong to Meth. No, 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 no. I'm not hating on the X-Files. I'm hating on anybody having sex with David Duchovny. Oh, no. So am I. Everyone's yeah. had <laughs> sex with David Duchovny. Exactly. Bad memories. Blur. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Flashback. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, so you all are here to talk to us about... Well, what are we here to talk to us about, Holy Crow? Uh, we're here to share the good news. Yeah, we're here to share the, share the good news about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm glad I'm glad you elaborated. Share the good news usually <laughs> implies I'm here to teach you about Jesus. Oh. Have you heard the good news? I think I'm about to. Did you know that the chosen one is a 16 year old girl? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard things. All right, so lay it on us now. What's new with Buffy? A show that's been off the air for quite a while. You know, so the the kids they love the Buffy now. Apparently, apparently the uh, nobody they, stopped loving the Buffy, nobody really. stopped loving the Buffy, but the kids nowadays they really love the Buffy. Yeah, uh, it's holding up. Um, they're getting a lot of new fans still, and uh, it's really awesome. I mean, it's still probably one of my favorite Whedon Whedon projects. Um, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely my favorite, probably one of my favorite things of all time, period. Yeah, that too. Like, it's like chocolate. Favorite media piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, unbeknownst to very few, but to those few who actually don't know, uh, before Joss Whedon became Mr. Uh, Avengers, Marvel, uh, Rejuvenation, I guess kind of like the rock behind the camera. 
uh, for some of these things. Um, he was the uh, creator, uh, the creative force behind Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Very popular sci-fi fantasy series. Um, starting in wow, it was like was I think the first uh, the movie came out in what ninety two. The movie came out in ninety three, I think, uh, and then the pilot episode aired in nineteen ninety seven. Yep. All right. So either way, easily twenty plus years, twenty five plus yep. years. We're talking here. Well, almost exactly twenty years ago, um, and uh, we've we've started doing uh, Buffy singalongs um, because in the sixth season they do a musical episode, mm-hmm. uh, as many shows come to do if they're on the air long enough. Mm. <laughs> but like, it's not like cop rock, you know. Like it was. Actually, we don't know. Would you sing a little for us uh, of cop rock? Yes, please. Oh, dude, I, it's. It's it's uh, too deep. It's, it's too deep buried in there. Peer pressure. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. You know what I boo this man. I know. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm so bad. <laughs> is the one thing I just disliked about Buffy is I hate Allison Hannigan as an actress. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's the show. I always made. disliked her. That's the show anything that I thought done. she that's, was attractive yeah. in, man. Before sure. I, only, I only knew her from uh, from American Pie. Yeah. Yeah, and then I saw her on. And I didn't uh, like her in that. Then she was what? How I Met Your Mother. She was in that. Yeah, Yeah. she stunk that up too. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just everything. I'm just like I don't know. It's just this. All right. Well, differing opinions. Is it the redhead (laughs) thing? Because no, 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 no. No, I'm with you on that too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's like her, Felicia Day, and that that Wendy's the Wendy's girl. Yeah. Oh, um, um, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, um, um. Wendy. Oh, the one, the Wendy's, like, actually from Wendy's? No, because I was thinking Wendy. about, what's her name from, um, <laughs> the heck's that show? The there's Tina, a, the a Tina Fey with, one? The show with Tina Fey and the redhead. No, 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 uh, 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 Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, oh, okay, yeah. all right, all right. When, uh, one of the, um, the, one of the maids that she works with calls well, her uh, Chica Hamburguesa. Yeah, Because she looks just, like the Wendy's girl. <laughs> there's so many lovely redheads, there's so many yeah. lovely hamburgers to speak of. But we're getting, we're getting... Ellie Kemper, that's it. Yep, all right, well, the, the hottest redhead of all is on Buffy. We're talking, of course, about Seth Green. Yes, now. absolutely. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. We uh, so yeah so this time we're we're showing we usually uh, we do this at uh, once Somerville, um, which is the home base of Cuisine on Locale also. Yep. Uh, on Somerville Ave, no Highland Ave. That's on Highland, Highland Ave. Ave. Yep. Right and next to Highland Kitchen. Yep. And uh, they, you know, they're hosting us, and we uh, we op- we usually show another episode first. Yep, this is our, uh, we're doing this as kind of our anti-Valentine's Day thing. Um, kind of Anti-Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, we're not, we're not Valentine's Day people, and neither is Buffy. You it's all not are the really... most lovey-dovey, sappy, grotesquely PDA-riddled <laughs> people I know. I know, we're wicked cute, here. but we don't do Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. it's, it's a bad luck holiday, and it's for me, and as it turns out, it didn't, it didn't work out well for Xander either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> In all fairness, nothing worked no! out well for Xander. Yeah. And oddly enough, taste, we are, we are showing uh, the episode Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, which ends up sort of being a warning of doing love spells on the 19th anniversary of its original air date. So what's yeah. the process cool, of like cool. deciding the episode, too? I could imagine that'd be like, oh, which one do I show? Like the, what's the so whittling smoke, away process? So we smoke a Super Bowl. Good choice. We confer with... Uh, with the, the whole team at uh, at one Somerville, yeah. and we all talk about it, and we all have like a million favorite episodes. So, so yeah, so like, did you guys uh, have any trouble? Did anybody really vet for one? 
well, episode kind of over been, the internet? We've kind of been picking uh, shows, like, episodes that go with the particular time of the year. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay. seasonal ones. Right, like, so right. we'll show, like, a so right Halloween that, episodes you know, around Halloween, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing this about four times a year. Um, so this is our fifth one, I think. So you kind of get the process of how you did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's cool. Um, and, uh, and it's really nice, and it's a great way to introduce people to Buffy if they've been meaning to rewatch it or what have mm-hmm. you. Um, we also do a Buffy burlesque in the spring. So, right, right. You know, that's... I knew that, yeah. We're, we're like, you know, we're, we're kind of cool with being the Buffy guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, we're really good with it. Buffy. We're good with it. So, uh... Right, wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause. You just threw out we're kind of cool with being the Buffy guys. If that's a title you're going to claim. All right, should we throw in some trivia, man? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. You know more than I, my friend. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, Gina Torres. Yep. Notorious for playing badass women. Absolutely. She was on a Buffy spinoff. Yep. Known as Angel. Of course. Now, what character did she play? And then, why was that character significant in the end of the series? Cool. So she was she was Jasmine, right? Mm-hmm. That was Jasmine's name, and uh, Jasmine was. The um, this is technically an angel question, not a Buffy question, but oh, I'm still okay, gonna. Okay. I'm Patrice. Buffy universe. I'll, I'm still, I'll keep I'm more. still gonna answer it. Yeah, you better. You better. Um, so Gina, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, I also loved Gina Torres and loved her. Um, what was it Cleopatra 2020, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, There was, were women with the will to survive. <laughs> <laughs> that was originally supposed to be a Xena spinoff uh, called was. Amazon High. Yeah. Amazon High. Oh, well, I just, I just got schooled on something, y'all. Oh. oh. <laughs> Get your uh, weak-ass trivia question. Uh, but do you want to take the rest of the Jasmine question? No, go for okay, it. So yeah, Jas- yeah, enough stalling. So uh, Jasmine was Cordelia's child that was impregnated to by, to by I don't know the preposition to use here, mm-hmm. um, by the powers that be. Yes. Uh, she was supposed to be, she was reborn as a god. And uh, her, I don't remember if it was her purpose or she thought it, she took on the purpose of giving everybody the world peace, mm. but the way that she gave everybody world peace was to take away free will. Nailed what was the question? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. It's actually one of the more interesting yeah. uh, story arcs of Angel. There's yeah. a couple other like standalone episodes I like, but that story arc's really interesting because basically, it you, into how, question, do, how do you get of, world peace? Is you just don't have a right to choose? Is you yeah. just don't? You have no free will. So because Angel and Team Angel were like, no, this is kind of jacked up. We and can't it's anti. Help. It's anti the condition of humanity. It's anti the condition of humanity. They ended that. Which prompted, about. which prompted Wolfram and Hart to want to hire them because, because they had become evil. Because they had become whatever this understand this binary good and evil understanding that that happens in the Buffyverse happens. They were evil. They they literally stopped people from being happy and being peaceful. Yeah. Okay. So anything else, Pat? All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think you're all you're all okay? Okay, fine, fine. Who is Glory? And how was she involved? Whoa, okay. She's pointing. She's pointing. Ben? Uh-huh. She's some kind of connection with Ben. I think Ben and gl- mm. Ben is Glory. Yeah, glory. And gl- Glory is Ben. No, I don't know. No. Yeah. No, so. <laughs> That's actually a deep cut Buffy joke. Thank you very much. Mm. Yeah. I got one. What actress played Buffy? <laughs> Sarah in Michelle the original, in the original, <laughs> in the original motion picture. Chris, Chris Swanson. Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> I really enjoyed that movie, though. I did, when too, I was, I dude. Loved, you did, too. Okay, well, you okay. ruined my new who, jacket. Who in the original kill movie him a had lot. the most awesome... Uh, come on, you're killing me. You had the most awesome death. Oh, it's Paul Rubens. Yeah. yeah. I like how dude like kept dying. Uh, uh, like uh, the what is it? The after credits? Like they still showed him. He was still dying. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of the best part of that movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, for and sure. uh, you know the jacket and sideshow Luke Perry was in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Sideshow Luke Perry's jacket yeah. did Luke, really Luke well. Luke Perry, the best part of Pike. the development. Pike. <laughs> Pike. Yep. <laughs> Come on, where you been at, Benny? I called you like fifty times. <laughs> Love Pike in that movie. That's yeah, so Luke bad. Perry's a job sucker and all job suckers. <laughs> all right, so you all have proven yourselves as true Buffy aficionados. We oh, yeah. appreciate that. Oh, yeah, we're nerds, dude. I uh, wouldn't have you on here if you weren't. <laughs> all right, oh, oh, Herb approves. Am I right? There. That's right. All right, so you all want to give audience, uh, once again, uh, the information on where they can come uh, check out and take part. Sure. Yeah, so, so again, you know, the, the evening starts at 7 p.m. Um, you can come earlier. I think doors are at six. Doors are at six again. And get uh, drinks and food. They have awesome drinks yeah. and food at once. At one summer release. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They okay. usually have oysters. They, yeah. You know, I don't know exactly what's going to be on the menu, but I still have yet to have something I didn't like there. Yeah. Uh, so Everything surprises. is really, really good. Right. And, and uh, they'll have cocktails, and you can come hang out, and uh, we'll be there. We'll be there on the early side, so you can come say hi. Look at eat, drink, talk yeah. about white brotherhood. Yeah. Like, what? Right. What? <laughs> 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 you almost got me there. I, I, know, I just want to give the, the date, too. So that's this Friday, uh, February 10th. Uh, we're in 2017 now, right? Yes, we are. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, because I, I saw 1998, and I'm like, that's not true. That is incorrect. <laughs> I have right. gone through puberty now. And the street yeah. address, once again, for anyone who didn't catch the first time or is unfamiliar with one, so uh, maybe it's not local. I, 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 on, I don't have the street address off the top of my head. But, but it I, is Highland. But it is, on, it is one Somerville, on Highland, Highland End of Somerville. You can also, if you want to check out the event, we have a nice little bit.ly for you. So it is bit.ly slash Buffy, B-U-F-F-Y, sings, S-I-N-G-S, and the number five. So bit.ly, Buffy sings. And that will bring you right to the Facebook page where you can find uh, find out all about our costume contest, the trivia, and of course there will be vending by Holy Crow. Um, I just got back from Mexico and I'll be... Selling some very ill-advised love spells from the witch market. Yay. So if you didn't learn your lesson from the first episode or if you skip it, you should go ahead and uh, buy those when you get there. Ill-advised, you say? <laughs> mm. Absolutely. Mm. Hey, right. kid, want to buy a love spell? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, I hope this will make her like me. What do you mean I've got four penises? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like half and spider? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Each one will be sentient yeah. and none of them will like you. So they just, they just, yeah, they keep like trying to helicopter away. All right, that is horrible. Is that Ooh. how they work? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered. All right, so that was Holy Crow. Be sure to check out the Buffy sing along uh, at Once Somerville. Once more with feeling. Yes. Once Somerville. Once more with feeling. One that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now I got to check out a comic book. Um, we've talked about the spirit before, the character. One of my right. favorites. In one of the worst movies. Oh, yeah. That, that, see, that's the problem. Yeah. Most people know it from that movie. No, but it's a classic book. You know it's what I like mean? Comic yeah, it's a yeah. yeah. comic book history. Yeah. Uh, from Will Eisner, classic yep. comic book creator, notorious um, old school casual racist. Mm. Yeah. And that really bled through into the works, which uh, the spirit unfortunately became known for over time. Well, the spirit character has carried on. And different uh, generations of, crea- of, uh, of writers and artists have tried to make it 
less racist and more poignant. It's about time, time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to, you know, grow out of that. Well, what sucks certain... is I've always loved this character before I quite understood that, oh, yeah, they're mocking my people and everything we, st- we stand for. It's like, wow, that's horrible. Because all I saw was this badass story about this, you know, uh, detective who's kind of goofy in one page, and the next one he'll be like the most gangster fighter you'll ever come across. And I'm like, mm. this is a great dichotomy. Yes, I was using words like dichotomy when I was four. Hell yes. yeah. I wasn't, mm. but I could have been. <laughs> mm. But the spirit is a character that's um, one of the lesser known, one of the uh, more uh, classic masked men, you know, mystery men. Yeah. The masked men of mystery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, along, along the same lines as the Phantom, the Shadow. The Shadow, yeah. Um, uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to put a Green Hornet in there. Yeah, it's got the same kind of like mask thing. You know, yeah, Like exactly. literally masked man. Like. Mm-hmm. Similar yeah, and uh, this latest book is The Spirit, colon, uh, The Corpse Makers. It's by, I actually have to go to my notes here because this is new writer, Francesco Francavilla. Uh, he's also he's also the artist on this sucker, so the art Ooh. actually was pretty okay. nice, and it really went well with the story. Um, I'm usually pretty hard on these things because there's a long history here. You know, these aren't just, I made up a new character and I wrote a crappy story, or this is some character they threw at me. It's like a side throwy thing. These are characters with history. You know, they've yeah. been around a long time, and you want to see them done well. You want to see them well presented, and you want to see a good story. And, I mean, Eisner's a, I mean, Eisner is a classic. I mean, he, mm. like, they name comic book awards after him. Like, yes, they do. He was also mm. one of the first guys to uh, find a way to monetize uh, comic books outside of the DC uh, before, you know, when, you know, Marvel was timely and everything. He, mm. he did Spirit independently. He monetized that on his own mm. by selling them direct to the newspapers. Which is ballsy. That didn't. That usually doesn't work yeah. for people. The only ones I can think of that it really worked out for is him. Yep. Um, I forget who originally owned uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, that's right. Fawcett City. Yes. That's exactly. right. The, the the two of them, and they. I mean, they were they were contemporaries. They mm. they were contemporaries of each well, other. Well, the last time it happened was Black Lightning. Yep. And we saw that that panned out. Now it's yep. owned and like they keep by DC they keep a tight grasp on that. And mocked by Sinbad famously in the SNL skit. <laughs> you can't get lower than, than Sinbad takes you down. It's true, when, when yeah. Sinbad takes you down, you're mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. The that's bottom. Chain. But the spirit was spared that, despite having a horrible, horrible movie by Frank Miller and yeah. was played I mean it played by Sam Jackson, right? Yeah, it looked Yonkos incredible. The... Ridiculous. It was just bad. oh, it was bad. It was real Very bad. bad. I don't talking, remember anything about it. I remember like they kept trying to kill each other, and then they were like making jokes about how I bad the movie was. I, I think was, during the movie, I, I I brought a bunch of people to see it. I've had several moments in life where I've really touted something that I know is is just awesome, and I'm like, oh man, they're making a movie of this. You gotta yeah. come and see it. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. I did that with Beowulf when they did that. I animated one with Angelina Jolie. That wasn't so bad. It wasn't, it, but it, but dude, no. I, I hyped it up. Like I was like, yo, okay, I mean, Beowulf is this old the, classic yeah. story, man. You have not <laughs> seen such, like, yo, all the action stories you know of. You, you a fan of Spartans came from Beowulf. You a fan of ninjas came from Beowulf. You a fan of, like you know knights in shining armor, just like you know sword fighting and all this stuff. Dog, Beowulf all day, son. And cats went to the movie excited, and I'm like, we sit up front. Just want to make sure we get that prime view. We're gonna see some hardcoreness. And then the first time Grendel stepped on, and with this annoying guy, looked like some uh, elf from like the old yep. uh, 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 te- uh, Terry tunes with like with like gout and and the friggin' like you know conk thing in his ear. I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I apologize. The spirit was one of those too. I'm like, everybody, this right here is classic comic 
action. You're going to see the greatest detective work ever. You're going to see the most awesome fight scenes. You're going to see the greatest relationship between a hero and sidekick. It's all going to mesh together. It's going to be amazing. It's going to blow your mind. And it fooled me for a bit. It starts off with, I remember, just this awesome fight scene. Well, the seeming awesome fight scene where it's like he's chasing the guy. It's like, okay, generic chase scene. Catches him. And they're fighting in the rain. Spirit takes him down with some, like, ill MMA hold, and then just, like, ding him in the face. He's like, okay, cool, he's punching him. And then, like, 15 seconds later, still punching him in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the spirit I know! Yes! And then the movie continued to suck. And I was just let down, like, gradually. Now, mind you, like, when I said beautiful, I've never seen such, like, photogenic shots of Eva Mendez's butt. You know, and and and, and I mean Scott, that that uh, that counts for something. Totally, you know. Totally, that's the only reason. Uh, wait, we've gotten so far off the point of this review. Um, I was talking about the spirit <laughs> corpse, <laughs> the spirit, <laughs> the corpse makers. Um, the actual plot of this was <clears throat> a series of unexpected disappearances and deaths hit Central City. Initially, these cases seemed purely unrelated, no apparent connection, but the victims make it easy for the police to just. Write them off as simple runaways and homeless people and such. However, the connections start to turn up when, oh, when E.B.'s cousin goes goes missing. E.B. is the spirit sidekick. Now the spirit is on the case. Will he be able to track down what's going on with the homeless people? Will he be able to save the day? Will he be able to recover E.B.'s cousin? We'll find out. The spirit. And yeah, it seems pretty simple. Uh, there's a case. People go missing and what's going on. And, but um, it's beautifully drawn, which is one thing that'll keep your attention. And then the story itself, even though it's just kind of like you know starting to starting to catch wind, is I think really well done. Like they're paying homage to the spirit mm -hmm. and his relationship with the police, his relationship with the sidekick, and they're creating the world itself. You know, I suddenly care about the cousin. I want to find out why this homeless man went missing. You know. And I want to see how the story progresses. That's the main thing you hope from a book to capture your attention and then keep you wanting more. And this one's done it so far. Uh, I appreciate the fact that reverence is being done to the character. I also really appreciate that the same uh, racism isn't uh, injected in this one, even just for, you know, oh, maintain that historical posterity, like bull stuff. Okay. Um, I want to keep reading this. It's called The Spirit. It's actually out now. Uh, the Spirit, The Course Makers. I actually, I, I highly, re I recommend it. Let's not keep, okay. go highly just yet. But yeah, check this one out. You know, find it on the shelf, no. pick it up. Is it, does it take place in contemporary times or is it like timely? Is this it takes, is the 30s and 40s? It's in the 30s and 40s. They kept it cool. uh, in that same. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll definitely check that out. I love, I, I mean, all, you know, weird casual racism aside, which is, <laughs> it's, it's so deeply complicated because Will, so much Will Eisner stories. Have you read any of the the stories about the tenements, uh, the graphic novels that he wrote about the tenements in the Bronx? No, at I all? don't. Know. What do you got? So I don't know, remember the name. You know, I'll I'll shoot it to you another time. But I said, what's the name? Oh, oh God. Um. So, <laughs> so Will, uh, when, when Will Eisner got older, um, most many of his comics were actually meditations on the Jewish American experience. Mm -hmm. Um. He grew up. Uh. He grew up. Uh. An, a non-assimilated um, Jewish man mm -hmm. uh, in the early 20th century through the mid, you know, you know, yeah. through just like all the old com, all yeah, the old comic like dudes. Pryor. Yeah, exactly. You know, he grew up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, uh, but but his, so much of his his meditations are on his own Jewish identity and being the other in in white spaces in 
because around that time Jews were not considered white. Oh, very so in, in taking on this kind of like this casual, you know, anti-black racism, it was almost in a way for him to assimilate because there were, it's, that's kind of a daggone shame because that's along the same really lines as it's really interesting. But then, like on in his other books, mm-hmm. like in the in the biographical books, he distances himself from these kind of characters, mm-hmm. um, and actually, you know, provides like full fleshed out characters um, in the story of this tenement in the Bronx, which goes from you know being like farmlands to a Jewish tenement to. Uh, you know, it's in the South Bronx, so it goes to like the Hispanic neighborhood and a, and a, a black neighborhood and Hispanic neighborhood, and then like all of those things until like it kind of moves into like it it ends in like the eighties. So, well, no, I understand but, that you have to keep in mind the actual times that he, yeah. you know, actually was lived to. Absolutely, so we can't say he he lived to see oh a black president took office right, and he was right. fully enlightened by the time exactly. like, you know, he'd have been one hundred and sixty three. And absolutely not like excusing any of this no, stuff, no, but like but, there's there are so many layers about his his life experience that he brings into these things that. Well, and, and things are progressive. Yeah. You have to think about the autobiography of someone like. Well, one of my favorite authors, Robert Heinlein, yeah, uh, ends at a certain point, and even though he considered himself enlightened, to a, you know, mm-hmm. and for, for to be in all fairness, he really was uh, enlightened and progressive for his time. And if you look at the transition of his work from when he started writing and really wrote like uh, 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 radio serials mm-hmm. and uh, just random sci-fi stories for magazines, things you'd find in mm-hmm. Boy's Life, and then his later work, uh, which was all you know, anti-church, anti-establishment, um, uh, science fiction, deep into progressive women, uh, minority characters, rampant orgies. But he still, really got into that stuff. But still but it's, deeply misogynist. Well, yes. But <laughs> the point, the point <laughs> yeah. I'm getting at is it goes to a certain point, yeah, and, then and then that was stopped. his lifetime. Yep. It ended yep. before, like, you know, progression yep. in its very core is just that. It progresses. Absolutely. So people learn more as time moves on. Yep. He just didn't live long enough to get to that point. Yep. And you know, same thing with same Eisner. Eisner. And, Eisner. And same thing with the spirit, because he didn't write the spirit to to that point. So he True. still had this, like, step and fetch character that's mm. like a sidekick. And he never gets to progress until Eisner gives up the character. And mm. it's been through so many permutations. So. Yes. And I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad in this new series, it's not just, well, I'm going to drive you where you need to go, boss. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm going to see my cousin, you know, he's in town, we're going to take in a show. Yeah. But maybe Broadway, we'll see. Yeah. Like, cool. And this is the black character. He didn't, they didn't like, yo, dog, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, take my cousin in town, none of that. You know, you know, they actually sound like human beings and they're written like human beings. No sweet Christmas. Uh, No sweet. Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, we've dawdled long enough. Um, I got the Z. Triple X. The return of Xander Cage. Please tell me I'm not the only one that's familiar with the Triple X series in this room. Oh, I'm quite familiar. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I've thank seen, you. I've, I'm, I've I'm, seen. I'm looking over there, Black Adam Willis. Mm-hmm. The, the movie, the movie aficionado himself. I know you've seen it. I've it, tried no, to forget no it for than, years, but <laughs> it's still back there somewhere. Man, please. This man has the tattoo on his neck. He's mm. not fooling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm talking, of course, about Triple X starring. Excuse me, Triple X, uh, The Return of Xander Cage, the sequel starring Vin Diesel. Yeah, the second one originally was uh, Ice Cube, though, right? 
Uh, the second one was Ice Cube. This yeah. is true. This is this movie is a direct sequel to the first movie. Yeah, um, they're really trying to forget the second one happened. It, no, it does. I want to forget all of them. Happened, it but. acknowledges the second one. This one <laughs> um, is. I feel like Vin Diesel himself, just the man. Uh, and the projects he takes and the projects he spearheads is really trying to embrace the uh, the juice he's got from the Fast and the Furious. Series. Well, that was it. Like uh, like we mentioned before, um, he originally did this movie, did the Fast and Furious, did Triple X and things, and then he didn't do. And Riddick was another one of those, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. yep, the Pitch the Riddick, Black. The Chronicles he, of Riddick. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't want to do sequels awesome to these movies, you know what I mean? He thought he wanted to go on more projects and everything like that. Yeah. And then it got to a point where he got older, he got fatter, he got <laughs> uglier, and he was still a bad actor at that point. And they're like, well, I can keep doing these movies until oh, I, I do I call him a bad eight actor. or nine or ten of them. No, I wouldn't call him a bad actor. You're right either. But I just not like – his range isn't really – it within, within, you it's, know it's what within I mean? a certain scope. And he's tried to do a few serious uh, things as well with varying degrees of su- uh, success. Yeah. Um, but this is what he is. You know what I mean? So mm. he, now all he can make are the sequels to things he did in like the 90s. He knows you know this. What I mean? And, I would like, and, and now he's, he's realized this later on. But this is – yeah, this is him now. And he's just a weird-looking old – Well, I'm, I'll, I'll give it to him. At the very least, he's it, it, it's like at this point you can tell he's in on the joke. Yeah, you know, I don't not, think not, he is. I think he's in, he's oh. he's part of the joke. I don't think he's in on it no, though. If you I think see, he takes himself very seriously. I thought so too. If you see Triple X, the Return of Xander Cage, you no, trust me, he is in on it. You think so? I, I, I guess I, I got to see it so. to to to. Yeah. I think well, it's working Guardians of the Galaxy. That that cued him in, right? He's, uh, he's I, think, I, I think so. Right? I, I think so. But he's done like the Iron Giant. He's done. Giant he's done a lot of voice work film. and stuff, just doing Giant the grunts and things like he that. Didn't, he didn't write it though. You know, he he was he was tasked with bringing life to the character. You know, that wasn't his script, but he was the one who presented that. You really he think he wrote those lines? Stuff. I am Groot. No, yeah. no, he, no, he didn't. got a lot in there. <laughs> <laughs> took a lot of took a lot of effort. You know what pisses me off when interviews for um for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out. And it's like, as we understand it, your character only says those three words. He's like, yes, but you got to understand the beauty of the writing. The way this is written and directed, he only says those three words. But every time he says it, it's done with such emotion, such depth. You believe. Like, you'll fully understand. And it's hard to describe in words. You'll have to see it to, to really get it. And I'm like, <laughs> see, this oh, is man. a man who's not in the job. I'm, I'm gonna- saying he believes... Yeah, well, all these well, things. well, I'm just like I'm gonna go see this thing. It's gonna be a religious yeah. experience. It was he not. sold me street sharks when I was a kid. So <laughs> this is the true. Guy, the guy can there move is, stuff. Okay, we're gonna pause product. the review for one second. There is an old street sharks commercial. Yeah, it's it is clearly with Vin all Diesel over in like a YouTube. black tank top. Vin Diesel and nothing else. He's pulling a full Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Just the black, just the just the black. I think it's a vest. Yeah, he's like, you it's can look at this guy like vest. that, and he cranks up, boom! It's a, it's so, a very yeah. young Vin Diesel playing with Street Sharks action figures. Yep. The Street Sharks were one of the, uh, or one of the, uh, uh, actually one of the one of the few successful in his Hurdles ripoff uh, series. Yeah, it's one of those weird '90s things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the Cowboys yeah. of Mumesa, the Street Sharks. Storm. Hey, don't knock the Cowboys. Of I'm Mesa. not. I'm they just saying it's one movies. of those things that came out around the same time where they just like. Gave I was these, seriously uh, just talking about Street Sharks the other day is one of the three most improbable like children's cartoons oh yeah, totally. yeah it's a like, weird it's a weird, I listed weird thing. street sharks mm-hmm. the kid and play cartoon <laughs> wait no you wouldn't say hammer man and hammer hammer man that's what i said hammer, hammer man i said what about hammer man <laughs> oh i'm gonna go ahead yeah 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 uh, oh. <laughs> all right we became and the nerd down for a second true. and third <laughs> 
Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack the cartoon show. Yeah, the cartoon show. Tomatoes. Adam's favorite movie. <laughs> One of them, yeah. 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 It's important. Uh, okay, where were we? We talked about Vin Diesel. Criterion collection, right there. Exactly. Um, no, Vin Diesel. I think he's gotten to the point where he's he's accepted that these are his roles, and he's yes, okay with. I think he's a yes. good driver. To the point, <laughs> to the point where in these movies. Okay, I mentioned um, Fast and the Furious. Uh, in this, because Fast and the Furious, he's all about family. Yeah, Rich man. Family. And, and I love Fast Five so much, and that's mm-hmm. when he was like so overweight, and he, all he wore is white. Yeah, he had just, white pants and a white uh, wife mm-hmm. beater on, and he's just like wicked overweight, just walking through, and he's like fighting yeah, the Rock. And then you Brazil. wanted us to believe that he could fist fight the Rock in that type of shape <laughs> and win. Well, he could. Like, get out of here! This way. And if, all if, the ridiculousness of that movie. That's if the rock punches flab that's dense enough, he can't withdraw that fist. Yeah, that's, that's how it's So he's does incapacitated it? while he can get it back. In everything so that's ever happened in those movies. swallowed by Vin yeah, Diesel's gut. Exactly, that's how the blob does it. Yeah, Vin yep. Diesel's just going to inhale, and then suddenly Dwayne Johnson's nothing but like a loose shoe, and the, you know, a fond memory of cocaine sniffing in, uh, in, uh, in uh, what was it, Pain and Gain. What was I talking about? Oh yes, <laughs> no. I brought the 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 um, uh, Fast and Furious connection because Triple X was all about I'm Triple X, I'm Solo, I'm the one they call when they need stuff done and things. And the Ice Cube was like, "Man, I ain't got time for this." <laughs> now where's my check? You know. And I do a terrible Ice Cube. Impression. Dude, I, I, your Ice Cube is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one, suddenly there's more than one triple X. We find out there was actually the triple X program, which wasn't just about getting Vin Diesel in um, where he need in where the government needed him. This was about getting a lot of specific extreme athletes. So dumb. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, was, doesn't he assemble a team? Is that what it is too? Oh, well, come yes. On. <laughs> eventually, he's got a team of people that have no significance uh, before this movie, and even in the movie, kind of have no significance when we see them. It's made up of an ex- an excellent assassin sniper. Uh-huh. She she is badass. She's incredible. Yep. Uh, a crazy driver who we don't actually see do anything but crash. And then <laughs> a DJ. A okay, DJ. Cool. Yeah. Is, is, a is DJ. He, is, he, yeah. is he is he also a hacker? Like no. Is, is he like is he like the man when he walks in? He's like the master of disguise. No, he's a DJ. He walks in and you know. That's it. He changes the music. You know what I hated? In like, in like three different places they infiltrate, he changes the music. And that's it? And that's like, it. that's his like master his of like thing. espionage? Oh, I just hated all the, the, the tropes that they do, but then they had to have that line. He's like, God damn, it feels good to be back. I hate <laughs> that line any time. They're like, oh, they're the sequel. This is one this of those is movies where... This is City guy. This is one of those movies where you suspend your disbelief from the very beginning. Oh, really? When they this thing it was you, a documentary? You have to. Yeah. Because you walk in, like, first of all, this dude, I don't want to come back. Solid, no problem. We buy that. But it's so gonna bring him back, back, right? No, we walk in, Sam Jackson giving a speech, he's talking to some dude, and it opens up with title cards. With title cards that give like, you know, stats, uh a favorite like song, and then a joke about the person. Is yeah. there like blood type like in animes too? No, like- no, no. But that they're not too far off. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, fa- favorite show would be yeah, like yeah. um Real Housewives yeah. of Atlanta. You know, dumb stuff like that on their <laughs> card. Like specialty is you know headshots, mm-hmm. and then you know, uh, and then you know, uh, failing is headshots in Call of Duty. Some dumbness like that. But you know what? That that lets you know. Don't take this movie seriously. You just go in expecting dumb fun. Once I knew that, I actually had a damn good time. I blown away how much I enjoyed this movie. I had I walked in there ready to hate. I'm like, man, the first triple X wasn't that good. This one didn't even have Ice Cube. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, okay, you know, let me read the premise, because I, I, I realize I'm just babbling at this point, we kind of geeked out on Vin Diesel, and we're running out of time. So, after coming out of self-posed exile, Daredevil operative Xander Cage, played by Vin Diesel, must race against time to recover a sinister weapon known as Pandora's Box. Oh, God, really? Oh, really. Mm. <laughs> wow, device... ripping off to- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a device that controls every military satellite in the world. <laughs> One device. Uh, recruiting a new group of thrill-seeking cohorts, Xander finds himself entangled in a deadly conspiracy that points to collusion mm, at the highest levels of government. Oh, man, I've never seen that movie before. <laughs> it's <the most> ridiculous. <laughs> like, okay, what I understand when the first Triple X movie was made, this was in, like, the um, the previous era of James Bond movies. It's like James like, Bond for stupid people. Well, yeah. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but more, more extreme James Bond, where you used to, like, the stuffy... Overly gadgeted, um, overly proper uh, Pierce Brosnan, you know, uh, uh, really unreachable, unrelatable James Bond. But great video games. Yeah, they're okay. Two, GoldenEye. Come um, on. Go- okay, play GoldenEye now. We are so far beyond that. You can't go Best game, again. 97, baby. 97. This, he said He said 20 <laughs> years later. Okay? You can't go home again, baby. I'm sorry. That's fair. But, um... <laughs> The original Triple X was meant to counteract that. Now we have a more extreme spy. You know, he's not bogged down in that pretense. He's not working for Her Majesty, okay? He's working for himself and the people. You know, and it's like, cool, we get all that from the original. And it was a nice little kind of X Games type movie. Yeah. This one had none of that. This one was just dumb fun from Unit and he forms a team that makes no sense. There's a DJ who's power. This dude's, like, the only reason he's on the team, he walks into a room. Puts his hoodie on, throws his hands up. Everybody start dancing. Cool. So wait, That's he's like a he's like a he's like a bard in like the D and D game. No, no he's not even the bard. Are you sure, he's, he's not, not a bard. Yeah, the music isn't coming like a bard. from him. The music is not coming from right him. Yeah, but if he's a DJ, I mean, that's he's he, he, he is your though. fair dinkum ring master. <laughs> okay, that's this dude and only this dude. But you know what? It's it, it, it just it, really it, fascinated by this character. Okay, I, I will say um, the stunts were actually really on point. They went all out to go extra ridiculous, but still make it look freaking cool. Mm. You know, everything looked cool. You acknowledge it's stupid as hell when you see this dude skiing down a dry mountain in the jungle. <laughs> After, actually, I, I won't say the that, 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 that next part because that's a spoiler, but. Yeah, that's pretty much. Well, that's in a Bond film too. He he snowboards down a mountain on a a snowmobile. But a dry Ski. mountain, my friend. Yeah. No snow. What's what's no. in fact? I think it may have been summertime. Skis between trees. Naturally. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Um, man, vehicles that don't exist, weapons that don't exist, and I love this thing from the beginning. And <laughs> the acting was actually decent for Vin Diesel and others. Um, no one really wasted because there's no really uh, no one that's really known in this. Uh, it did have Sam Jackson. Um, he's in and out. It's mostly just a grandi- uh, uh, grandiose cameo for him. Same with Ice Cube. But you know what? Their scenes were satisfying and on point. Uh, this is the type of movie that you go to see and realize, yeah, they acknowledged the first movie was goofy as hell, so they made the sequel goofy as hell, but not stupid. They made it goofy as hell with care to show, yes, we get it too. And that's the mo- that's the main thing I appreciate. I'm ready to walk in like, okay, they're doing a they're doing a Chronicles of Riddick. You know, they took one little thing that was mm-hmm. slightly popular and going nth degree ridiculous with it. No, they made it. They pulled a hot tub time machine. Like we know from beginning to end that this is goofy. So we're gonna do the best job with something goofy that we can. 
and I respect that. I really do. Uh, believe it or not, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, earns my recommendation. I recommend cats go check this out. Don't go in expecting Shakespeare, but go in expecting just a good-ass time. And this movie passes the Bechdel test. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and not, not, not only that, like, there's scenes of just... Uh, there's scenes of racial harmony see, between sexes. See, see, that's heartwarming to me, you know? Like, everybody's uniting just to find Pandora's box. <laughs> and it's just a magic MacGuffin that yes. brings... There's, the there's, no, there's never been a greater search for the box. There's never been a greater search for the box since American Pie. Oh! Now, I will say that Donnie Yen is in this movie. Okay. And Tony Ja is hmm? in this movie. Two of the most badass martial artists you'd ever see. And yeah. Donnie Yen uh, uh, represents. And Tony Ja is wasted completely. Bummer. This dude is used to such poor... I, I was embarrassed every time he was on stage. Because he's pretty much just doing like a... Um, I, don't, I don't know, like a... Like a uh, like maybe like, like, like a Michael Jackson impression or something. It's ridiculous. But, you know what? That didn't take away from from the enjoyment of the experience, and I pretty highly recommend if you're just in for a dumb fun time, Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right, so I want to thank just Johnny. Yep. I want to thank my homeboy Black Adam Willis. Yep. I want to thank DJ Herbie Herb. Yeah. And I want to thank our in-house guest Holy Crow. Thank you so much for having us. And Nephew Meth. Thanks, Pat. And you all want to remind our listeners once again where they can check out. Heck yes. Holy crow. Take it. So uh, we will be at once Somerville on Highland Ave on the 10th for the Buffy sing-along evening. That's this Friday. That's this Friday. And a little shout out will also be at Black Market on Sunday the 12th. And we'll be at the Poetry Brothel at the Delancey in New York City on the 14th. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I missed that. Poetry Brothel. Yeah. Poetry Brothel. Two oh. great tastes that go great together. I will be I will be reading palms for money on Valentine's Day in New York City. <laughs> just just palms, I hope. Manual occupations. We'll see. Hand job still a job. Oh wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well uh, <laughs> spin the geek down on WEMFradio.com. I want to thank you all for joining us for another awesome awesome action packed. It's always and, nice and also to have a happy day. ending episode um yes uh, i guess um hopefully you're watching us on twitch if you weren't you can check us out next time it's twitch.tv slash the geek down but also if you heard anything on this episode you want to chime in on shoot us an email at geekdownradio at gmail.com and as always you can just go to the website and hit us up at geek-down.com if you're on social media hit us up we're on facebook we're on twitter soundcloud here the clips instagram see our faces itunes just search geek down and we're the first one that comes up and subscribe all of those links i just threw at you i know it was a ton but if you go to our bio page it's all right there quick links and clips available for you Yay. and i mean dude what else can i say except catch us every monday night right here on WMF Radio, 9 p.m., same bat time, same bat channel. And until next week, be excellent to each other. Party on, dude.